Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is not a normal, regular episode, nor a single. This is a full-on Loose Ends, which we haven't done in a while. We have not. Which uh, Loose Ends, that's, that's where we tie up Loose Ends. It's where we did an episode, and then something happened, and then a thing came out that made our episode uh, suddenly outdated. Yes. And here's one that... I wasn't expecting to do a loose sense. Sure wasn't, considering the main dude has been dead for 20-something years, 25 years. Brainiac! Uh, yes, Brainiac. We were talking about uh, an, an EP they recently released. And then, uh, you know, some, some cool demos. Because in this reality that we live in, there's... No such thing as too much Brainiac. Hell yes, Evan. Be sure to check out the original episode. It was episode 85 where we talk about all their actual, pre, you know, the stuff, the yes. band, the discography, whatever. And uh, we, I mean, the Attic, Takes, Attic, Attic Tapes came out a couple of years ago and it flew right over our heads. Yes. And, and then this one, which is far more of a... They say it's like an official EP. It's like a, it's considered an, an official mm-hmm. thing, even though it's posthumous and it was, I don't know. It, 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 it sounds like a really good demo, whereas the other stuff is like, oh, that's just all demos. Yeah, yeah. So you, you come in with that, at least knowing that, because if you come in expecting something like, yeah, like a, a secret EP before Tim died. Uh, where it sounds like where they were going, it's not that. No, no. This is a uh, this is kind of a, a messier episode, and uh, I wouldn't want it any other way for Brainiac. Yeah, uh, I, it's it's really only for like super fans or like, yeah. people who are really enamored by the band. I think if if you're new, please start with their the other stuff because yes. sure. the band already is is just crazy. You, they're so wild, and if you like the band then you always want more of mm-hmm. them. It, it's just a weird, charming thing about them. I, I went out of my way some weeks back and finally watched the doc on them. Transmissions oh, after oh, zero. Not even there close. we go. Which came out in 2019. Uh, and I remember, I remember a lot of what you said about it on the episode mm-hmm. and then watching it myself, like, Oh God, it's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. Man, they really, they really built up, uh, Tim Taylor, like they're really mm-hmm. like expanded on his quote unquote legend type of thing or also, and so much information, so many like childhood photos, like everything was documented really well. And like seeing his parents and stuff. And, Super sad. Yeah. Oh man. Then, ooh, oh, it's just really well done. Um, yeah. But because it's Brainiac, I just watch it for my own enjoyment. I didn't like think like, oh, this documentary is is making waves or anything. But I guess it made enough waves that the documentary is why we got these these demos and and newish music. I mean, I'm glad there's any attention at, at all toward this band and that they they get anything at all and that. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think they're right now, as, w- as we record this, they're on like the tiniest tour ever. They just did three dates in UK and then tomorrow, mm-hmm. and that, uh, as of recording this tomorrow, they'll be uh, doing two, two gigs in, in Ohio, one yeah. Dayton, another one, I don't know, Cincinnati or something. And uh, of course it's the surviving members. And I don't, I don't know if it's like, um, I don't know which surviving members. I'm assuming it's like the main three of, um, Juan, John, and 
fuck ah the German's name Tyler there we go um and I don't know I don't know who on vocals yeah all J and T names yeah uh yeah um the EP we might as well start there because it's I don't know when it came out it came out very recently a couple months ago yes yeah January twentieth and an extension of electroshock for president do you I was more of a, a question than. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm assuming that's what it's from. I mean, it sounds it's, it's similar, right? I mean, yeah, it's very similar. These songs don't really feel finished. Uh, I mean, a a lot of them are under two minutes. It's an extremely brief EP. It's four. It's almost fifteen minutes with nine tracks, which is saying a lot and here's the thing like this feels super incomplete and obviously very rough and in demo especially some of the production here is obviously demo quality but you go and listen to the attic tapes after this uh and suddenly these feel super developed and completed because those are actual demos these are like demos and a half yeah the, the listening to the these two things was an interesting comparison where it's like this sounds good but incomplete where the addict ones are these sound more fleshed out but sound bad sound like absolute shit well some of them some of them are fleshed out a lot of those are just like literal 20 second like oh i have to i'm not i don't want to forget this riff so i'm going to play it yeah. and they just put it on the record like okay we'll we'll talk more about that in a minute but yeah uh for this one it made me sad because most of these it's like <clears throat> they never even though i didn't like um electroshock for president so much mm-hmm. they never or tim really never started to suck at writing yeah the stuff was still consistently interesting and really you know, kind of unique uh what makes it what makes brainiac brainiac and what makes anybody who doesn't like brainiac don't or not like them is the ways in which he plays these songs i mean yeah. a lot of it is just intentionally abrasive and mm-hmm. even like the doc it was he's, he'd bring a uh, a song to the other guys and they'd be like that's awesome that's good i think that could that could that could make some some ways and he'd be like all right and then he would go into the room and then just change the whole song (laughs) and come out with a whole new song and like throw these crazy fucking synths on it obviously the vocoder stuff that he does sing it all weird and falsetto like he does like anything to make this insanely accessible really hooky song not accessible and hooky yeah um I thought I thought the stuff on here was interesting because now like and probably like for the past 15 or so years like moody dark like electronic synth stuff is is cool now. Oh yeah. But this stuff is dark moody electronic stuff and it was in the 90s. It wasn't really popular and not and especially not like this because you got nine inch nail stuff which is popular but it's it's far more that's, I don't know, fucky yeah that's more like aggressive and industrial and yeah. not to say brainiac doesn't have aggressive songs but you don't not like that no you never listen to brainiac and think like full-on industrial never music. never it's always it's always weird because the synths he's using are like these legitimately outdated toys kind of <laughs> so they have the it has a craftworkness to it where it's just really 
rudimentary. No, not rudimentary, but like they sound like they sound like old beep boop sounds, old seventies lasers or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the the title track very like very moody. Um. It more. sounds like the fucking Night Rider theme. Well, not like, basically kind of like the Night Rider theme. Yeah. This is like there was always a level of alt rock to Brainiac or or dancey punk stuff this is just like dark sci-fi stuff yeah and then kiss the dog comes on which is the the beefiest track here at two minutes 40 seconds mm-hmm. and probably you know if you're here for tim taylor vocals probably the strongest his vocals are all over this thing I, yeah i i do love his, his singing it's so funny it's just, it's just I, so unpleasant it's so intentionally unpleasant like he he knows how to sing you can tell he does but he just does all this shit all for different reasons but i feel like him nick drake and jeff buckley are just in this like gone way too soon category in my brain yeah. so like even even like the littlest morsels, I'm just I'm enamored by. This really does remind me, um, a lot of uh, that fucking second Jeff Buckley album. It's not really, mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. It's it's just posthumous, you know, compilings of all the the half ideas and half written songs before he died. Yeah, and it's the same feeling of like, oh, it was going to be bigger and crazier and weirder and a lot more interesting and innovative, uh, and then he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though this stuff is like. Even if you if you get all, most of these songs and you flesh them out more and you add more instruments or better production, they're still not even remotely as accessible or fun as their earlier records. No, like uh, fuck. Sorry, I I I is the Vin, is the song that's called Vincent. It's no, been, Vincent, come on down. Yeah, like you can show that to like normal people who maybe like part, more more like a more p- rock-minded people they could they mo- it's hard to not understand that one even maybe, though it does have kookiness to it yeah maybe even a paramore fan who knows maybe maybe, maybe. but uh yeah like uh, i think if you show those same people kiss the dog then. no chance no <laughs> chance and that's a it's a i fucking love it yeah uh it has a really strong chorus it, it's insanely dark and moody and a lot of this is really dark which is it's funny when you hear it with such silly synths mm-hmm. um yeah i think an Another standout track for me is the pyramid theme where oh right 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 yes yes yes, yes where yes. like uh yeah it's like I've I, you know they go like full full John Carpenter there and it's maybe my favorite track on the on the EP mm-hmm. most likely it is uh it, it's it's there are drums there are live drums on here but so little yes and that's one of the ones with uh drum machine mm-hmm. and it's a very funny sounding drum machine it's not like an 808 big you know hip-hop sound it's just like a it's like stupid yeah it's fucking ridiculous yeah <laughs> but but goddamn when that bass kicks in it absolutely rips and it's it, also an instrumental song uh but talk about a robot song yes a lot of robot stuff here yes for a band named after a like robotic humanoid superman villain um and they do like lean into it obviously on other albums this is like the most like like knee-jerk reaction to the name brainiac i feel like yeah this weird almost cronenberg with with a uh, fucking wires and flesh getting all mixed together mm-hmm. but uh yeah the stuff like like didn't feel um 
which it suffers because of the demo quality, but God, like it really is the burning that we love, Inclu- yeah. including Tim's insane, ridiculous falsetto singing. Uh, yeah, it's great. It hits really hard, great progressions. And then um, before that, we got Going Wrong, which is that one and Smothered Inside, I think, are, are, are similar. They're both very moving and dark. Uh, but God damn, it's, it's just. If you take away the, the shitty presentation, these it's still, God, it's it's so extremely well written and and really unique. Yeah, and then yeah, I think smothered inside and going wrong are just like, like twisted brainiac versions of of ballads in a way. Yeah, where it's just like maybe one guitar and then Tim singing with a vocoder over <laughs> it all sloppily and drunkenly, even though I'm sure he wasn't either, but. Uh, it's interesting stuff. Definitely, this is definitely no entry point. It's not for everybody. No. But if, if you already like Brainiac, yeah, which I think, you know, is it's it's so hard not to like this band if you like weird music. Yeah, and especially when you know the the, the just the whole story behind it and stuff, mm-hmm. like how beloved they were in the scene and how every major label wanted them, which is so bizarre. It is, and also. Uh, I know people always say this about like bands that don't make it, but they really were ahead of their time. Like, yeah, they, they really did predate a lot of the early two thousands kind of yeah, indie rock style. Cause yeah. And I can't really think of too many bands in the nineties that were like, let's do like noisy, dancey punk stuff. Yeah. Um, um, it, it's um, it really is unlike any other because the second you put it on, and if you've heard, you heard before, like, oh, that's that that weird fucking band. Yeah, I, I can't think of a single comparison in terms <laughs> of like the overall. There's like a buzz. I don't mean that like figuratively. I mean like almost a literal buzzing sound over every <laughs> song, like yeah. in their entire catalog. There's always this weird layer of buzz. I think we talked about this too on the main episode, and we were like, Devo, maybe, maybe some, yeah, some buzz on Devo, early Devo for sure. But even then, <laughs> like, yeah, it's kookier, it's weirder. It is way weirder than Devo actually was. Uh, yeah, and this ugh, makes me sad. God yeah, damn, it is. And then yeah, it's kind of hard to talk about like these thirty-second songs. There's not much there, yet but, to flesh out there, especially there's like a couple of like tr- full-on transition tracks that don't really do much, uh, kind of throwaways, mm-hmm. but uh. I found this. I found myself liking this one with every listen more and more. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. You know, not an entry point, but um, if if you love them, of course you got to listen to it. Why would you not? Yeah. Just stuff it together with Electroshock President. Put them on the same playlist. Yep. All right, everyone, stop what you're fucking doing right away. This is a public service announcement. Manscaped now has beard products and now a brand new nose and ear hair trimmer. If you haven't already heard, the leaders in Below the Waist Grooming are traveling north of your South Pole with a revolutionary Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Plus, now they've launched the brand new Weed Whacker 2.0, which confirms they have all the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Time for you to upgrade your toolbox by going to manscaped.com and using our code EAE for 20% off plus free shipping. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not that jazzed about the whole Beard Hedger Pro kit for obvious reasons, mostly the main one being because I don't have a beard. But it turns out you actually need a razor to shave and not have a beard like me. And goddammit, this thing has absolutely replaced all of my previous razor things. Gentlemen, meet the Beard Hedger Pro kit. It's the ultimate package that makes it easier than ever to craft your signature look. 
It all starts with a beard hedger. This thing is an elite beard trimmer, uh, it's, which is tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. This waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. If I were to give any piece of advice, which I shouldn't because I'm not qualified to, it would be to absolutely use this fucking thing in the shower. It's insane. Who wants a fucking sink full of tiny hairs? No one. No one, you fucking animal. No one. The Pro Kit also comes with four dermatologist tested formulations for your post trim care. This includes Manscaped's beard shampoo and conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm to moisturize, style, and shimmer your new beard. Plus, the kit has three free gifts a beard brush, comb, and scissors. With a nice beard, your face is perfectly groomed, right? Wrong. You need to keep an eye out for those tough-to-trim ear and nose hairs. The brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 offers improved blades and skin-safe technology with a no-tugging guarantee. It's never been so painless to mind your manholes. Now that you have your face looking great, you must try Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 for the full body grooming experience. And good news, the Performance Package 4.0 now comes with Weed Whacker 2.0 and all of the other below-the-waist grooming products Manscaped is known for. Your significant other will be delighted to see you covering all bases. Y- y- you, know, you know what I mean by that. So get 20% off and free shipping with our code EAE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code EAE. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Okay, let's get back to it. But now, the Attic Tapes. Yes. Which came out in 2021 and compiles just all kinds of shit. Um, <laughs> all kinds of shit. I mean, there's 36 tracks or something. Yeah, this is clearly not meant to be an album. No. But, you know. We love talking about Brainiacs, so Therefore, let's, yeah, let's do it. God damn. So <laughs> there are so many, like most of the things on here I, I find myself enjoying listening to in this way. Absolutely not. This no, is yeah. How long is this shit too? It's really long. It's like over an hour. Yeah. I, I think an hour 10 or something, 15. Yeah. I think breaking this up or maybe compiling like a playlist of who whoever you are or listeners you whatever your like standout tracks are on here let's kind of make a playlist and consume them that way because this is this is a lot or and you know we obviously like these stories that albums tell this this tells a a story but not in a uh a way an album does no, it's more like, oh, this is I wonder what he was doing when he hit record that day at his house. It's, yeah. It's, it's there's so many of those snippets, just snippets of songs or, or little ideas uh, or, you know, it, most of a song, but it's only him and a guitar. This is like a snapshot of how his brain works. Yeah. And, and because of that, you get a lot of repeats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like some of the repeats are Silver Iodine and Red Silhouette. Which, like, you get vastly different versions of those. One of them is yeah. like maybe just a guitar, it's like a skeleton piece. It's like you know just the bare the the bass layer, mm-hmm. and then the second version is like all kinds of synths in it. It's like it's just a d- different thing. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect here. Like, oh, is this just like guitars and normal vocals? But uh, it's nice that, you know, there are electronics throughout it. There are still weird robot vocals all over the place. Do um, you get a, a handful of songs that are on albums, but they're under different names here, different mm-hmm. versions. Like I, th- I forget which what it's called here, but Collide from uh, Banzai Superstar. It's like a longer, a sl- well, 
it's not it's about the same length but they tack on a bunch of white noise at the end to extend it but it's like a it's an early de- uh, demo version of that song which is one of their most beautiful darkest mm-hmm. up, like chilling songs uh so it's nice to hear I, that stuff in a different context i was gonna say yeah like actual bonsai superstar is cool to hear like the especially because sometimes the end result is so crazy to just hear them in a more raw form yeah working it out essentially um i was gonna say baja con los locos uh-huh. uh i forget the 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 real song but you know that's the like a japanese chihuahua um uh, was it uh is it kiss me injectable jerk it is kiss me injective jerk it's also hard to remember the song titles when they're written with <laughs> oh in on hissing prigs yeah all the names are with the numbers that look like the letters yeah. so it's a little bit confused yeah there are a lot of also like basically completed songs on here that we never got anywhere else like I mean, they kind of front load them understandably yeah. and, and thankfully uh one of them is still insane velveteen that is not for the faint of heart no no it's not you could probably chop off the first two minutes of that song. it is lengthy yeah uh, it, but so it's the first minute and a half two minutes is this very like simple uh and themic solo guitar and vocal kind of thing and then this whole droning section comes in with these creepy, creepy vocal samples and these kind of dark riffs. Then at four minutes, at four minutes, we finally get like the band and the drums coming in and it feels like Brainiac. But uh, it, it, that song made me miss them 100%. Yeah, because like it does eventually get pretty beautiful. Oh, toward the end, yeah. And then it turns into like a punk song and it's just like, yeah, on paper, this shouldn't work. But here it is, and it's Ross and Demo, and it it works. It fucking rules. Just a strange band. Just the way that they mash these riffs together is so interesting, and you really don't hear it that much. Um, another standout track for me early on, God Pocket. Um, oh, yes. Very dirty, evil sounding, but then I don't know if they're actually like horns or vocals, but they add these like... Like things that sound like horns. It's got to be a synth. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Over this like evil sounding track. And it's just like, yeah, only, only these guys would do that. Dig the driving drums. It's also very queasy. They have a lot of very sickly sounding. (laughs) Queasy. A lot all, all over this thing. Like that's like their go-to sound. It's in a lot of cases. This is pure raw, uncut heroin. It's, and because of that, it's too much. It's it, too much. It's it was, really it's is. hard to get. This one was really hard to take notes on. It was so hard. Like, what do I do? Write the notes on oh. these 20 second little snippets? Oh, yeah. Or I get like lost and my brain starts like going other places. It, I thought <laughs> I thought this was going to be a joy, but it was one of the harder albums. Absolutely. It's, 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 all, it's hard because it's like what to even write down, but it's also actually hard because uh i'd, I'd say that the hardest bands to cover or to take notes on are, are punk bands mm-hmm. because they're so short because it's so short i'm not multitasking i'm not like mm-hmm. listening to it and then writing down whenever i think it's like, it's as soon as the song comes on i have a thought about it and then it's over immediately so i have to write down what i thought before the next one like yeah so it's like i'm basically just in front of my laptop just constantly typing yeah so it's it's more hands-on and this thing is long yeah, it is. <laughs> so it's like 
I'll I'll write something when it actually strikes me. So that, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I did. It's too. too much. Um. Oh, fucking! All I have is stolen. That'll that'll blow your speakers and your earbuds oh, yeah. out. Very uh, cool song. Very cool song. It is demos though. But yeah, you know what? Even if that wasn't a demo, I like to think it would still be harsh. On Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Let's let loose is or let's loose let us yeah let's loose or let's lose we're we're both okay. idiots we both wrote it down as loose it is lose let's okay. lose let's <laughs> lose okay Jesus Christ um yeah I would have loved to hear like a, a studio version of that song that was another one where well that, like oh I mean that is that's oh, okay. hands of the genius oh okay yeah yeah it's just uh it might have been I'm I'm bonsai. Yeah, no shit. It's, it's track two that's, of Bonsai. That's why Mike's here, because there's no way I could. <laughs> well, I have heard that album a lot. It's my favorite yeah, yeah, album. Yeah. Well, it's not my favorite. It's my, I, I think it's their best. Hissing Prigs will always be my favorite. Also, I'm a relatively new Brainiac fan. I, I guess. Yeah. I suppose. But uh, that's that's kind of where it starts to get, this album starts to get demo where It's like, all right, it's a minute. It's it's uh, when they only had a minute done of that song, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like that wasn't that necessary. You didn't, you didn't really need that. I mean, we have the song. It's just a snippet and like an idea of it. Is uh, wrecked choke riffs? That's also a hard thing to say. Wreck. It is hard to say. I, I gave up already. Wrecked, wrecked choke riffs. You uh, shouldn't say wrecked and choke right after wrecked, one. Wrecked choke. That's probably <laughs> why he, he. I I picture him like kind of like. Just trying like, to say words like hard, difficult phrases, or kind of like a Patton guy, where he just kind of makes sounds, makes sounds like yeah, like again, wreck choke is like a a, a weird a lot of consonants, a lot of consonants, but then like Japanese show up, like well, that was fun. It, most of a lot of his lyrics, by most accounts. Or like, oh, we don't know if they mean anything. I think he just liked the way they sounded. For sure. For yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, good luck trying to decipher that. I'm sure it actually means nothing, which is fun. I will haunt you. Um, I felt like that That really just... That would have been a great song. Yes, that... Yeah. Yeah, that's like, like, you know, kind of what I want from a demo album where it's like, oh, man, like that would have... That would have been a great, it's a, it's just another skeleton, but goddamn, it's a cool skeleton. Um, I like Charles. You like that one? It's, it's really interesting to me. It's minimal. Yeah. But it's carried by like this fuzz and then the drums come in. That buzz, dude. That, that, that buzz Mike is talking about. That, that's, that's a lot more like the later stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the EP we just talked about, it's more on the. A lot of mostly electronic, hilarious vo- fucking falsetto vo- vo- vocals. Um, and, and then I'm assuming uh, Flypaper Jam is the demo for that super creepy, disturbing song they have. Fucking with the... Ult- with the alternator? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. a, that's a re- good fucking song. I, yeah, I was... That's one of the songs that made me like really enamored with this band. Yeah. And I remember them saying something about flypaper. So I was like, Oh, is this, uh, yeah, it explains that. Is this a demo of that? Um, always, if, if you haven't heard fucking with the ultimate, Oh, whatever, what a monument in music history. <laughs> Yet no one knows of it. Very few people actually still remember it, but God damn, it's, 
good. It is one it's of really the most good. unique rock songs ever written, in my opinion. That whole album, I think, yeah. is, is just insanely... It just has such a, a layer of like, what the fuck is this? It's like, I recognize it as music I would like, but it has all this shit on it. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> but that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah. That's the stuff you can kind of pick apart. And plus, it's man, it's written so well. Uh, Do you like uh, Cookie Don't Sing? Cookie Don't Sing? Yes. Yeah. Ain't, ain't too bad. Ain't yeah. too bad. Kind of more of like, you don't get too much of a punk rock vibe from these demos but that one was like yeah tapping into that uh swan song is another one where it's like yep that would have been that would have been good mm-hmm. very emotional super yeah it's super well done uh another just you know so uh solo guitar and vocals um i don't know if horses and ammunition number one is a real song or if it's just demo but mm-hmm. that song that is that's why I listen to Brainiac. Is it really? I didn't love that one. I like, I, the, I like the second the, the second version on here more. Yeah. I mean, they probably would have done some weird yeah. mash them up. At, like you said, he went and like changed songs all the time. So who fucking knows? Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, I just I just appreciate the weirdness of songs like that. Yeah. The the second version kind of blend bleeds in with uh, the closer, mm-hmm. the Jesus Christ of rug burns, which is a pretty, <laughs> pretty fucking great song title. Again, this is a fun, weird thing to say. Yeah. A fun phrase. Uh, they would have been, I mean, it's so rough, but the outline is, is sound. It's mm-hmm. got a good foundation. Like, yeah. God damn it. He really was taken from us. He was taken from us, dude. It's yeah. so fucking sad. Oh man. Yeah. That uh, that term is is apt here. Well, we can still cry alone listening to this in yes. peace. And yeah, we got documentaries. We got. I think I, I don't know if one exists already, but I I know like concert release DVDs or however people consume media these days mm-hmm. uh, aren't as popular as say when we were growing up. Yeah. But yeah, I would love a proper like concert release on video or streaming or however they want to put it out. Yeah, we is quit me because the footage is there. Yes. So yeah, and if I'm wrong, please correct. Let me know what it's called. I will. I will buy it immediately. Yeah. Right after I read your comment, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, I always I used to be way more uh, into like just live performances, or like DVDs or whatever. It's so it's so rad. I don't do it as often as I used to, but it's so rad if you're like cleaning the house or something. Like you got music, and then when you want to like look, stop at, and look at something, it's there, and then you can walk away from it. Like yeah, yeah. There was a handful that I would have on rotation as a as a as a young and like one of them was sam hain check out that episode oh uh, man another one was um uh death check out that episode um yeah the when the live in la which i stole i didn't steal it i just never gave it back to an <laughs> old buddy an old buddy of mine from high school uh i still had it i yeah. fucking still have that thing he's yeah. never getting back i've never i've him <laughs> in a decade uh yeah i think my uh my go-to thing when i was young was uh led zeppelin put up it was like a two disc dvd thing the first concert is this like raw early zeppelin and i love it it's great it's just like one concert and the second one is like later zeppelin and it's just like 
excessive and it's multiple concerts. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, both of these are appropriate and totally different, but this disc one, I think that's like one of my favorite concert. The more intimate. In in a weird way, it's more intense than like that hunger was still there. Yeah. Then like when you see them doing like cashmere which is arguably the most intense epic thing they've done pretty pretty intense yeah pretty epic but then it's just like man they're just like doing like dazed and confused and they're this in a theater and there's like there's nothing to hide behind um i saw um some wrestler compared like wrestling in stadiums versus small he's like when you're in the smaller venues it's that's broadway you can't you can't hide there's there's nothing there when you're in a bigger production when you're when you're doing movies you have editing and tricks and it's always better it's better with music it's better with with theater it's better with with comedy it's better with everything mm-hmm. the small clubs and or like a, de- a decent sized theater but like you, i mean it's the intimacy just you, you feel a thing happening right in front of you and you feel like you can affect the performance even though you shouldn't even, the fact that, you, that it, anything can happen even if someone's watching it on video decades later it's 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 like electric it is it's capturing lightning in a bottle in a way it's beautiful well <laughs> i think i think about wraps it up yeah that was uh like i said we probably repeated ourselves a lot yeah but it's it's fun it was i'm i went back after watching that doc and listening to this these these two things yeah, I went back in a little bit of a brainiac phase. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're one of those. They're, I haven't heard a bad word about them to the, uh, from anybody who's heard them. Uh, now we we don't want to hear it now. So get no. get lost. <laughs> Hit the bricks. Also, let me just say because I feel like we have a strong track record of willing weird things into existence. We did it with the Fugees, a few other things. Most recently. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw Blowout Comb from Diggable Planets is now on vinyl. Is it? I bought it immediately as soon as I oh, saw Oh, what a coincidence. It's that EAE bump, dude. So right here, right <laughs> here, I want Bonsai and... Hissing Briggs. On vinyl. They're not on vinyl? No. Oh, boy. Or if they are... They're all stupid expensive. They're, they're yeah. all, yeah. I want reissues of those albums... I'm drunk on power from my diggable planets one. Let's get bonsai superstar and the other, other ones on vinyl. You hear that touch and go. We're watching you, dude. Touch and go. We've, we cover you all the time. We love you. We do quite love you. And (laughs) so many of your, I will literally give you money for these reissues. Yeah. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay. I'm not just saying that. I, I, I back it up. Damn right. Uh, So thank you so much for listening and watching and hanging out. You can find the, did we even say what did the, the, our the, names? The, no, no, the names of the EPs. No, no, we predator nominate, right? We did we even say that up top? I don't think we did. I think we we're so fucking excited. Yeah, we went the whole episode without. Maybe we did, and I'm just residue high, and I fucking forgot, <laughs> and you weren't paying attention because why would you? <laughs> it's been a rough couple weeks for me, I'm, I, and I'm I'm happy to have brainiac in my life i hope that i did say it and i just wasted everyone's time by doing this whole thing right now yes that's just just say the names of them anyways the predator nominate ep is cool and there's a link to that in the description mm-hmm. the attic tapes is out for diehard fans only but you could also find it everywhere streaming it's very cool too 
only if you're a fan of the band. Otherwise, it's unbearable. Yes. Uh, and you can find me on all social media at PanderMonkey and Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex. Hell yeah. While you're at it, check out our history guide, Tom's. Uh, well, I don't know when this was coming out. It might be. It actually might be. If you're watching this today. No, it's Mark. already out. It's already out. Okay. It's already out. Okay. His new album with uh, uh, Existent Non-Existent is now out. You can find everything um, in the description as well as TomOsmondSounds.com and patreon.com slash every album ever uh you, you get bonus episodes you get to hang out with us uh you get what was it well it's not this loose ends is here but there will be other loose ends exclusive to patreon because some loose ends we've decided we don't want the wrath of the internet anymore and it's just for you guys it's not even like <laughs> it's it's a it is a it is both a net and a gross loss <laughs> to make episodes on certain bands. Like we hate them. You hate us for hating them. I don't They're, care. I'm not going to talk. We're not going <laughs> to. It's strictly for people who like us enough to give us money or who like us shitting on that particular band. Sure. And that band is pork band tree. So you'll find the <laughs> Fuck that band. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, you can also uh, join our discord, hang out with us there and suggest our EAE singles episodes. Uh, and if you're tier two, if you're bigger than Jesus, then you can request a full ass discography for our bigger numbered episodes. And we will do that post haste. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we might as well, what are we ending it with? Cause we, we didn't end it. We didn't end Paramore with, with a track, which I, it was my fault. Cause I forgot. Oh shit. Um, do you want to go pure? I mean, I feel like it's pyramid or the title track. I think it's gotta be, it's gotta be pyramid theme. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Hell yeah. So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya.